0: the markets, we just can't get enough of them.
1: Markets are the drivers of your wealth and investment strategy.
0: Welcome to Magic Markets. I'm your host, The Finance Ghost.
1: I am Mohammed Nala of MoKnows.com.
0: Mo is one of the most respected macro analysts to come out of South Africa. He is now in Canada, so we get his global perspective layered on top of emerging markets expertise. Together, we will unpack the biggest trends and issues And scratch beneath the surface to bring you our insights and share our love and passion for markets and investments this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not financial or investment advice please speak to your personal financial
1: advisor welcome to magic markets
0: this totally magical podcast is brought to you by a ghost and a dude called mo as well as herenia capital advisors a registered financial services provider FSP number 47080 Herenia Capital Advisors is setting the new standard for stockbroking services Herenia is by traders for traders visit Herenia.co.za to find out more Welcome to episode 42 of Magic Markets and I must say I'm incredibly excited for it tonight because we've got two great guys on and one of them is always here and I have to look at his face every week but it's not too much of a hardship and that's Muhammad Nallah. and then we have a guest for you who you'll be hearing from I guess a couple of times this month because uh, they've come on board as a, as a brand partner for the entire month of September which is extremely exciting so let me first say hello to Mo before we, we introduce our guest. Hello Mo all the way from your closet in Canada
1: as ever. Ghost, always a pleasure co-hosting this with you. Very excited about our guest because it's, it's really true to the spirit of what we try and do here on, on Magic Markets, which is to bring different uh, diverse voices onto the show uh, and to unpack diverse thinking around markets because that's really the best way for all, all of us to refine our thinking and and grow as investors as we go down this journey. So super excited. Ghost, I think let's, let's introduce our guest without much further ado. A lot of people would uh, would know this name and would know this
0: man. They've either heard him on radio, or they've writ- or they've read something that he's written in a in a leading magazine, or they may have seen his weekly game plan on Twitter, which is highly recommended reading if you if you haven't seen it every week. Pietri House, welcome. Thank you very much
2: for for having me, man. Thank you very much. It's uh, it's a pleasure to to see you guys. Well, I can see one of you. The other one, just looks purple
0: you've got a you've got a lot of gray hair since i last saw you pj so is that a, is that a sign of the times in the market i think we last spoke on a video call some months ago and uh yeah. I, I don't know it looks like uh, it looks like things have been tough out there i think it's just uh i don't know hey it's been it's been a
2: tough it's been a tough two years i think that's got a lot to do with it hey? uh, there's a lot of personal change also happening i guess in life and stress and whatever else but um yeah, I mean, I'm just embracing it. I think once it's nice and really, really long, and proper
0: gray, then it's time to have a midlife crisis and buy a Porsche drop top or something like that. I don't know. That sounds like a, that sounds like a plan. So it's not the meme stocks letting you down. That's what I was. That's what I was. Perhaps. Wondering
2: <laughs> oh about. no, no, no! So I was lucky on the meme stocks. So I, I did the um, uh, was it the Nokia trade? Did some call options on Nokia that paid off pretty well, um, and then it fizzled out. Yeah. Now I see. You know, we all sort of lost interest and moved on and gamestop went above 200 dollars again eh? so the memes are not over by the look of things but eh,
0: a bit risky for my taste seems that way mo i think you and pietri have known each other for for quite a while hey you would have seen each other on the circuit around santa and shirley
1: yeah certainly i think the, the last time we <laughs> we bumped into each other was was several years ago uh pietri indicated i think it was at the jsc at the time uh, both of us with considerably less gray hair so i'm happy today that ghost can't just abuse me for for having gray hair Uh, that said you know i think it's the inverse so where where pietri has a nice you know these these flowing locks of gray hair on top of his head i've got this beard with speckles of gray hair on my face Uh, and i think collectively this should make for very interesting conversation i mean pietri i want to almost jump right in because i mean we're talking about ...meme stocks and, and you know, it's been a, a fascinating time in the markets. It's been, you know, two years and it's really been all over the show. I think if we rewound two years and we told anyone you're going to have a global pandemic, you're going to have economies around the world closed down, but you're going to have markets at all-time highs, uh, people would seriously have thought that you're smoking something. And uh, you know the simple fact of the matter is that's really the reality of, of where we've where we've ended up. But before we even go there, I mean the name of your company is Herenia Capital Advisors. Herenia is a is not a very common name, so I I found it quite interesting. I'm, I'm not gonna tell people what Herenia actually stands for. I'm gonna leave that for you. I'm
2: glad to see that well, I'm in the company of. An equally nerdy <laughs> person, right? I just googled it. Let's uh-huh. get serious. Don't don't give him that much credit. He hit Google before the show. All right, fine, whatever. It's a it's an Elvish word, uh, which of course is a made up language by J.R.R. Tolkien, um, and it means wealthy. So it has a few contexts. It means um, it's sort of a, a verb, right? So it's the creation of wealth. is kind of the idea, and that's uh, and ironically, I'll tell you a different story. So. When I left high school, I think I was 20 or the first company. It was still a closed corporation back in those days. And I let it lapse, hey? silly me, didn't know any better. Um, but uh, that first company I, called, I opened was called Herenia Trading. So when I wanted to do the name registration for Herenia Trading, I couldn't because I had lapsed my previous. So I had to call it something else.
1: Herenia Capital Advisors, uh, it was. On this very show, we, we've joked about how I'm sitting up here in cold Canada or colder Canada, uh, and I think Ghost referred to it as, as Rivendell at one point in time. So, so there's there's some commonalities in terms of of Tolkien and Lord of the Ring references. Uh, but you know, g- going from that to your logo, I mean, your logo is if if I stand corrected, it's a bear on some candlesticks. So, you know, square square the circle for us there before we get into the real nuts and bolts of what we what what, what we should be chatting about.
2: Uh, so it was around, I think, the first time I met you, that I did the first um, JC Power Hour, right? And I needed to do a, a logo for that, for Trader Petry, right? Which, was my, which is my Twitter handle. The girl I was seeing at the time had made a logo uh, for that. And then when I needed a logo, and, you know, it, there was quite a bit of thought that went into it, let's let's be honest. So I am generally, um, I guess, somewhat pessimistic and often bearish, right? So when uh, it came time to do the Arena Capital logo, you know, I thought of two things. One, technical analysis is a big part of, of you know, what I do. So candlesticks is, is one thing. Uh, and the bearish sort of uh, outlook, it's not necessarily bearish in the sense that, Uh, You know, you think the markets are going to collapse at any given moment or you're constantly looking for information that reaffirms a a negative outlook. It's just, um, you know, one that's a bit more pragmatic. Everybody, you know, it's easy to make money in the bull market. But those who survive the bears, those are the guys who really who really make it long term in this game. And I mean, I'll I'll be honest with you, my career started after the 09 crash. So I am. Well, I suppose I did have one crash now. Uh, and we we did pretty good actually caught the sassel short which was nice but yeah i guess the, the real test of the steel is going to be when uh when the actual bear market eventually does come
0: yeah, two of us on this call are on the right side of a uh, oh nine and uh and, and mo has seen this pain but Pietri, maybe that's the gray hair because you know to be slightly bearish <laughs> and to be to be i suppose just measured in your thinking which is the way i like to think about it because these days if you just you know. If you remotely believe that something could go wrong, that makes you a bear in this market as opposed to just a realist. And uh, this thing just keeps going up. The momentum trade just keeps going. And uh, so <laughs> I think a lot of us sit and scratch our heads sometimes at what we see. But you are clever because you are not shy to make some money from the momentum trade. And you, are, you as a technical expert and a trader, you know, there's a strong fundamental understanding of what's going on. But at the same time, if there's money to be made, you're not gonna, you're not gonna say no, right?
2: Yeah, so um, I think as time goes by and I, and I grow older and, and more experienced and stuff, I'm becoming a longer term thinker, right? Um, a lot of the sort of early career stuff was more sort of CFD swing trading futures, single stock futures, that kind of stuff, just sort of trading a couple of days to a couple of weeks. Uh, then it got sort of really into the day trading side of things, and I learned a few number of very hard lessons there, if you will. Uh, And now, you know, I'm starting to think slightly longer term, Uh, I'm sort of back to the swing trading, try to spot imbalances, or I try to spot, uh, you know, longer term themes that I think are going to be, um, you know, big, big themes in future. So for example, I'm very future oriented, and I try to look for things that that can align with that and try to catch really long term, uh, or longer term trends, at least.
0: Yeah, and to your absolute credit, and it's easy for me to give you credit, and that's something I'll be doing most of the show, because uh, Pietri is yeah. famously bad at promoting himself, which is a crying shame, because the work he does is absolutely brilliant, and I've seen it with my own eyes among his community, and that's why Herenia has come on board as our, as our partner for September. So, you know, one of the things that sets you apart, I think, is you, you don't just know how to read the candlesticks. You know, I've read a lot of your commentary, I've read your articles, I've spoken to you before about stocks. You know, you are equally comfortable to go and do a proper bottom-up piece of analysis. You will happily do the kind of stuff Mo does, where you'll look top-down, you will go and read technical charts to a very high level. I mean, genuinely, I think your knowledge base, I'm quite jealous, you know, maybe one day when I'm big, I'll hopefully get to that level. I think it genuinely is impressive. <laughs> it's,
2: thank you, I guess. Um, it's just, it's just reading, man, you know. And I mean, let's be honest, I've read the stuff that you write as well, it's the same. Right. I mean, the, the, the knowledge that you accumulate is really just spending years and years and years watching and reading and watching and reading. Um, and I mean, it's a lot of fun also. I mean, think about it. I mean, you do this stuff, the other articles that you write for, uh, business day and for InSconnect and those guys, I mean, every company that you write about, you first have to understand, right? So you dig into it and you go, see, okay, well, what are markets that operate? Oh, what are the threats to this market? And you just start piecing this puzzle together. And that's really, I think, the thing that got me into trading in the first – well, to tell the very truth, the reason I got into trading is because I was fired from a construction company, right, uh, for driving the TLB around the construction site instead of yelling at the guys and not packing bricks or whatever it was I was supposed to be doing. That is a great um, story.
0: I cannot believe that I didn't actually think I was going to ask you that. If I'd known that was the answer, that would have been my first question on this show. <laughs> Fired from a construction company. That is amazing. So,
2: yeah. So, then I was, like, you know, stuck with nothing to do. Um, and a friend of mine said to me, you know, check out this Forex stuff. And I got me a little MetaTrader 4 demo platform, you know, and I started trading the Forex stuff and started reading
0: if that was 2017, your friend would have had an A45 AMG, obviously. But I'm guessing this was <laughs> this know. was older than that. So I don't know what the forex guys were driving in the in the early 2000s. Or, no, this was, would have been around 809.
2: Yeah, yeah. This was no. This was, I think, this was 0506 when I first started sort of getting into it. And then it took a couple of years to actually get, uh, you know, into a financial institution. And I, I ended up working at a bank for for a couple of years. Um, but you know, at that point, I realized this is. This is like the puzzle that always changes. I mean, you think, you know, you're looking at the euro dollar and that's what you're going to trade. And you start realizing, well, there's all this economic data that sort of influences it. And there's, oh, well, well, there's companies. And how do I actually do this? I don't want to trade forex. What about companies? And then I'd go to things like the JSE week um, and I would just go speak to every single broker, you know, Um, and just really just it's just. It's this puzzle that is always changing and one thing changes here and everything moves. You know, you could and the nice thing is you could do hours and days of research and then be wrong, you know, and then have to start again.
1: Yeah, I mean, Pietri, that's that's fascinating, and I I love these stories of you know diverse backgrounds and and where people come from because it's always this misnomer that you know you you have to be kind of cut and dried in in, in a certain mold in order to be successful in markets. Uh, it's either that, or you've got to be a meme stock player who knows nothing about markets to be successful in markets. Those are the two polar opposites of of what we've seen. And uh so now we, we can add to that list to say you can also be an ex-construction worker and be successful at markets, which <laughs> which is great. Uh the thing for me, Pietri, that, that I think is important. I mean, this, this lifelong pursuit of learning is something that's very close to both ghost and and my heart. It's 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 core to what we do. And the other thing that's core to what we do and why we're so excited about this brand partnership over the month of September is the um the sense of community. And I think that's something that Herenia, certainly from what I've seen, uh, and I haven't been as as involved as Ghost, but from what I've seen, you've fostered a a fantastic sense of community. Uh, And let me expand on that, and then you can tell us your thinking around it as well as where you see it going. But that sense of community and why it it resonates with with me, with Ghost as well, is that it's about the exchange of ideas. Um, No one knows the answer. Like you said, it's the puzzle that keeps on changing. Now, we're all out there scratching for answers, scratching beneath the surface. It's something that we say time and time again on on this particular show. And it's only through soliciting conversations and ideas from other people that we actually get a richness and a a diversity in terms of ideas, as well as mental models and how we apply our own thinking. So that's something that around the the Herenia DNA and mix that I certainly think is very appealing. But maybe tell us, you know, why is it so core to who Herenia is? Uh, And how do you see that evolving? I mean, we're now literally in a world where, you know, perhaps you're ahead of the curve, but we're in a world where social media has become a prevalent form of digesting market views and information and intel. And it's a trend. Maybe you've spotted that meta trend early. It's a trend that's arguably only going to go. How do you see that evolving? Why is it so key to what makes Herenia unique in the South African market? Before Pietri answers that, because
0: we know that our uh, rogue forklift driver here is terrible at self-promotion. I do just want to chime in there again. So this community thing, I mean, Mo, that's exactly right. And people will say community and how they help people and they build it up. and That's all paying lip service. I've been on this Discord chat that Pietri has with everyone who trades through his platform. And let me tell you the amount of knowledge sharing and how welcoming they are for anyone to ask questions at any level, ranging from really technical, difficult, proper stuff, all the way down to quite basic things. I mean, it's really just been a very inspiring thing to see. I think it's quite special to be honest, because I think it's very difficult to build communities like that that are genuinely, you know, exist for the betterment of the community. I mean, that's generally what it is. And and yeah, I just I just felt I needed to give it my very personal endorsement there because I've been on this community mm-hmm. and I've seen it with my own eyes. And really, Pietri, I think it is the biggest feather in your cap, uh, possibly of everything you've built.
2: That's very kind of you, thank you. To be very frank i think it's actually challenging to scale it's not something you can have a hundred thousand people in so you have to i think very be very clever about how fast you allow it to grow Um, and when you do to have a strategy around how do you sub teams you know you create teams within teams and that kind of stuff right you know you're hoping that people within the community rise up to become mentors to newer members of the community who in turn you know they've been mentored by by us and by some uh, some of the older members of the community. Uh, I don't think that we're there yet. Our community has been going for about three, maybe three and a half years now. I mean, it started off as just a little, you know, like a chat room, <laughs> you know? And it just sort of evolved from there. We want, we want to be able to train our own traders, right? Um, if you look at some of the business models out there, uh, there are two um, really sort of prolific day trading operations in South Africa. Uh, And there are a number out there in the world. In New York, it's S&P Capital, for example. Um, And if you look sort of at their model, their model is built around very, very small teams of really well-trained and mentored and coached trading teams, right? And as those guys become better, they eventually turn into fund managers and hedge fund managers and that type of stuff, right? So how do you incorporate that type of model Where you have a really sort of team environment in in a retail offering, and that makes it difficult because you can't be like, hey guys, you know, we got this Discord, come and join, and then you've got a thousand people screaming at the top of their lungs. So it's you really sort of have to moderate. Uh, There have been incidents where we've had to ask people to leave in the past, and uh, I think it's just important to sort of lay a, a you know foundation of. Why are we doing this? We're not doing this to say, hey, guys, here's a trade idea. Everybody buy Anglos at this price and sell it at that price. And that's a good trade because I'm an expert. I'm so cool. It's guys, this is what's happening. Uh, We can see mining production is doing this. We can see the rand is doing that. Here's our thesis on energy. This is what we're thinking. What do you think? And someone will say, well, you know, what I noticed is relative volume was trading higher than average over the last three days in Anglos. And we've now seen these, uh, you know, these candle formations. So you say, oh, okay, cool. Now you start putting all the different pieces of the puzzle together. So rather than having one expert, um, quote unquote expert, right? Because um, nobody is, honestly. So instead of having one guy, it's going there, well, this is what I think is the best thing and everybody should follow my idea. Uh, rather say, well, look, guys, you know, these are the things that we need to look at. And any research that you guys can do to help with this is, is valuable. I'll be honest with you, the, the community itself generates a huge amount of ideas. Members of the community, for example, you know, every single day, uh, somebody's putting up, you know, some technical data that we that we look at that we find very helpful. Every single morning, some of that stuff is discussed uh, with the clients in a meeting. And it's sort of all throughout the course of the day, people are throwing ideas in the pot. You know, there's no, well, no, you're stupid. You, you got the wrong idea here. Well, 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 obviously this thing's going up. Like, leave your ego at the door. And I will message you and kick you out if you don't. Um, there's, a, there's a few rules, right? I mean, one, you have to be our client to be in our community. Uh, two, no trolls. You, you could have a hundred million rand in your trading account and I'll still kick you out of the community if you're, if you're out there you know, being ugly to the people. And it's not just the Joburg, Pretoria, Cape Town circuit that I've sort of had the, the honor of doing. I've also visited you know, trading firms in other countries. And there are a number of things that they are doing that breeds success. And let me tell you, it's not because they have the smartest people. It's because they work together. You know, when there are 10 people looking for opportunities in the same place, your chances of finding an opportunity is 100 times more. A lot of the time I have to be the risk police, you know, so it's not like, hey, guys, here's an idea. Everybody buy and cha-ching, we count the brokerage as the the guys press the button, right? A lot of the time I have to be like, "Uh, so you have X amount of money in your account and you have x times 7 exposure to this instrument. I think it's time you start reining this in. Yeah, but if it works and if it doesn't, you know, so a few times I have to play risk police, but that's part of, part of what we do, right? And I think the main thing that we want to do is we want to create an environment in which people can become consistently successful at trading. And the key to that is to be able to trade small, to be able to trade conservatively, What people think often when they enter into the world of trading is that, you know, they're going to make all this money so super quickly. The reality is, if you spend Monday to Friday, eight hours a day working on this thing, you're looking at like two years before you break even, right? It is hard work. So create an environment in which people can learn, uh, people can share ideas,
0: people can support each other. I think it's what sets you apart the most. For people listening to this going, oh, this sounds really interesting, they might be on the Herenia website as we speak. I suppose what we haven't actually talked about is what herenia is. And I'll, I'll give you my very uh, simplistic version, perhaps as a as a retail investor. And I kind of see herenia as the next step you take. If you've started out, maybe you've done a little bit of, you know, easy equities. For example, you've bought a few shares. This bug has bitten. You've now dedicated your life to listening to, you know, people like us talk nonsense for hours on end and try and, and, try and teach a few lessons along the way and share our thinking and especially what we've learned from mistakes. And, and the bug has bitten. I see Herenia as a really great way to take that next step, to start to learn about trading techniques, to actually have global execution, to have someone who can help you understand this stuff. And I think that also talks to the kind of minimum account sizes that you, that you look for. All
2: right, so there's a couple of things uh, to address that. One, you know, we've got a very strong preference for DMA trading, right? So ultimately at the core of Herenia uh there are there's myself and a a few other a few other guys right the truth is we are born and bred our entrance into this market was trading we want to build things that we would use if that makes sense so you know a lot of people trade forex for example um forex is an over the counter cfd derivative where the counterparty is the platform provider more often than not and you're trading a spread for that reason, we prefer to trade DMA, which means direct market access. We trade into the actual exchange, whether that be the JSC or the New York Stock Exchange or whatever. And if there's a derivative, that derivative is then layered over the actual underlying equity that is uh, you know, purchased. If you put an order in, it goes into the central order book. That makes a big difference in the way that you trade. You can participate in opening auctions, closing auctions, that kind of stuff. Managing risk with a smaller amount of money is very hard. You know? So you've got a lot of guys that come with like you know, five grand um, and they've seen some stuff on the internet and watched a few videos and they've seen this guy turn $5,000 into a million dollars and they're now going to do the same with rands and the reality is The nature of the instruments that you trade are not designed for you to be able to take such small positions, right? so the smallest brand dollar contract for example that you could do on one of our platforms is like a thousand dollars so that's pretty small on average it's $40,000 on most platforms. You know, Some platforms give you 500 to one leverage. So now you've got five grand, you get two trades wrong, you've got no money left, <laughs> right? So now do I want that on my conscience, to be honest with you? No, I, mean, I don't want a sausage factory where people come in, lose all their money and leave. Um, we want people to come in, learn a whole bunch, survive, and either come out the other side a successful trader or come out the other side having learned Maybe I'm not a trader. Maybe I'm an investor and become a successful investor. Right. Very few long term investors are not successful, as I'm sure we all agree. Right. I mean, the real money is made by holding the shares for 20 years, earning all the dividends and getting a thousand percent return. Right. That's the outcome that we want for our clients. Either they become consistently successful traders or they already are consistently successful traders and they need to have a professional trading account. So some of our accounts, for example, if you are an intraday JSE trader, You can trade with us for six basis points, no minimums, no account fees, no data fees, no desk fees, no profit splits, just six basis points of trade, right? So if you're a professional trader or a semi-professional trader, that is an incredibly well-priced account, but it is unfortunately for more active traders. You know, we use a prime broker and we can't say, look, you're gonna make hardly any margin on these trades that you're putting through for us, we got to put volume through the machine, right? So there's a couple of challenges, and I think one of the, one of the other reasons that they can't, uh, the minimum requirements are slightly bigger is because you know we want people who are serious about this. A lot of our clients are, uh, you know, either entrepreneurs. Very few of them have, uh, you know, full-time, very, very demanding jobs. The majority of them spend a lot of time on the community Discord, a lot of time watching markets. It's not the guy that's going to sit down for 30 minutes in the morning think that you're going to do 30 minutes worth of technical analysis and be a millionaire in two years you know that's never going to happen if you want to be a trader it takes a lot of hard work so we have to make sure that the people that we let through the door are dedicated enough to want to learn and it's not that we will just turn everybody away there are some people who uh, you know do not meet the minimum requirements but what they do have is hard work ethic right they're in that morning call they're doing research, they're sharing their research with us, they're bouncing ideas around, they're learning, they're, they're adapting, they're working. You know, they're online at seven in the morning, they're offline at six at night, and they're there the whole day working, right? So those guys, you know, we'll give them a chance and we'll teach them and we'll, we'll train them. And we want to make sure that, one, people have realistic expectations. A lot of people enter into this and thinking, I can be, this is, this, uh, you know, I lost my job. I can't tell you how many phone calls I got last year i lost my job i've got a hundred thousand bucks how much can i make <laughs> dude you'll be lucky if you have your hundred grand left at the end of the first year i mean that sounds horrible but no one else is going to tell you that that's the truth man like i was kicked off of stage at some forex uh, thing they asked me to speak silly then and I was, you know, that was I was like I'll do it if you pay me and they were like oh well, we can't pay us so like, I'll do it if I'm the headline speaker and they said alright fine and then I'm the headline speaker last speaker of the day what 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 and the whole day there's brokers from all over the world that have paid thousands of euros for a stand at this expo and a spot on stage and they're all talking about you know this one guy's. I traded this co- trade this morning and da 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 on sugar futures and look and I made so much and that happened this morning and I'm like dude it's Saturday <laughs> you know I don't know who believes this guy, but the crowd's eating it up because they don't know any better. So I go on stage and I'm like, all right, realities of trading. I got a whole presentation. A research paper was done in 2019 or whenever it was that tracked a whole bunch of day traders in Brazil trading the uh, Ibervespa E-mini futures contract, third most liquid contract in the world. You know, surprise, surprise, 0.24% success rate. Needless to say, my 30-minute speech was cut short to 10 minutes. But... You know, that's the reality. And I think that if we want to really do a service to the community at large, the larger trading community, the people that are interested in trading, the reality we have to break down to them is like, look, you need a safe environment in which you can learn. You need somebody to keep a lid on your risk for you, right? And even if that is a group of people that hold you accountable, or if it's one individual that holds you accountable, or whatever the case is, a trading buddy is, is often you know what it's referred to. And you need to be honest with yourself if it's not working. Our goal is to either help people through that journey of like, well, I'm not actually cut out for this. Let me be, let me rather just invest. I enjoy reading, I enjoy the research, I enjoy the puzzle. Um, I don't have to press the button 50 times a day to be a trader. I can make one decision a week and I can be very successful at this, right? Or we give them the tools and the support that they need to become proper intraday traders right and we do have a number of guys that I'm honestly I'm really very proud of um, who've progressed I mean one of our clients uh, you know shared some stuff with us he hasn't had a losing month in the last 12 months which is which is great another guy has been with us for three years and only over the last six months is he really starting to to really become consistent right he's now starting to make a little bit of money every day that's really what it's about right and f- Uh, you know, that's not going to work for everyone. Those two guys work really, really, really hard, right? Um, And that's why they're being successful. And my job uh, and Herenia's job is to make sure that we provide them with the environment in which they can learn. That's basically it.
0: And Phe, the minimum account size is 50,000 Rand, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah, yeah. So there's a number of different accounts. Um, The the minimum one is 50,000. The more serious ones is about 100,000. We do some offshore accounts as well. Offshore accounts, we recommend a minimum of $5,000, right? You can do much less. You can trade fractionals through our uh, offshore platform um, at $2 a trade on a DMA basis as well. You know, the cost of getting money to United States It's <laughs> like 500 grand for a swift fee, right? So if you're only sending 5 grand, it doesn't make sense to pay 10% of your money just to get it to the other side, right? So we say slightly chunkier numbers just to make it worth it.
1: I think Petri, thanks, in the interest of time, I mean, it's been a fascinating discussion. I think you know as as ghost has indicated, herenia is almost like the next step. There's a lot of stuff out there where guys are educating themselves and they're trading fractionals, much smaller size. But if they're getting serious about it, I think you know definitely uh, you know worth having a look at a model like Herenia's. Uh, I think if I look at your your minimums versus some of the other stuff that I'd seen out there in the market i I actually think that you're you're very much benchmarked according to what's acceptable out there for any house that's serious about achieving what you are setting out to achieve. Uh, I think what's very important in terms of some of the stuff you've raised, and again, we're glad to have you guys on board for for this month because we'll get to unpack some of these in the upcoming shows, are the contrast between trading and investing uh, and how trading is like a full-time job. Uh, it's like running a business. It's not something that you do while sitting, sipping your cappuccino, and 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 flicking around on your phone. There's a lot of work that goes into it.
2: Flicking on your phone, sitting on your super yacht mo in the Caribbean with a cocktail, eh? posting pictures on Instagram all day.
1: I'm so glad that you you highlighted the chap, uh, and, and I hope you called him out at that conference, talking about his his uh, his trade that was so successful on a, on a Saturday morning, but you know i think i think you've given us so much to to think on uh, i certainly like the kind of ethos and what you're trying to achieve uh, I look forward to to participating on on your community, like I say, you know, I, I haven't been exposed to it uh, as much. And you know, I think the mix of technical and fundamental is really something that we've discussed here on magic markets as well. Uh, you know, there's no one size fits all. Everyone's discipline's gonna be different. Uh, you mentioned a trading buddy, it's like a gym buddy. Uh, some guys go to gym and you know they, they you know they're flexing and they they're dropping the weights and making a lot of noise. That's not the kind of guy that Herenia necessarily wants on board. You want the guys that are there, you're serious, you've got someone who's spotting you to make sure you don't drop the weights on yourself, and you're there about consistent, long-term results. So super excited to continue the chat with you guys over the next couple of episodes. Uh, and thanks for being uh, on this particular show. Ghost, that's, that's it from my side. Uh, I don't know if you'd like to maybe wrap the show.
0: As I said at some point during the show, you know, it's very easy for me to give a personal endorsement here, knowing you as I do, seeing the community you've built. I think it's it's brilliant. So Mo and I are really stoked to have Herenia on board for September. We hope our listeners feel the same. I have no doubt they do. And they should already be checking out your website. They should be following you on Twitter. There's a, there's a TraderPietri account and there's a Herenia account, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. The Renia account is actually verified ah, um, nice. at Renia Capital, and then the the Trader Petri account is at Trader Petri. One one thing just to note: Renia will never do business with you in the DMs on Twitter, nor will I, or on Telegram. Right through the website, there is huge amounts of paperwork to sign before you can open an account in Fika Dog. No, not not expect. No one expects uh, or accepts payment in Bitcoin or anything
0: like that. You know, slide, slide into pietri's dms but don't offer him bitcoin and don't ask him for, uh, <laughs> for any silly things but if you're serious about taking your trading and investing to the next level you're in the right place on magic markets you're in the right company with with someone like pietri we're excited to have you and i think that's it for this week thoroughly looking forward to the rest of the month mo pietri thank you so much
2: cool thank you very much for having me guys
0: this totally magical podcast is brought to you by a ghost and a dude called mo as well as herenia capital advisors a registered financial services provider, FSP number 47080. Herenia Capital Advisors is setting the new standard for stockbroking services. Herenia is by traders for traders. Visit herenia.co.za to find out more. Remember to visit thefinanceghost.com and monos.com for more detailed insights. This podcast was for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial or investment advice. Please. Consult your personal financial advisor.